Welcome to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Pastor Kristen Stone King. Our mission at Epworth is to live out God's love for all. We strengthen our faith as we worship, study, develop a creative, supportive community, and serve others. Together, we encourage each other, challenge each other, and welcome all people on their journey of faith. We are a reconciling congregation, meaning that persons of all sexual orientations and gender identities are welcomed to help transform our church and our world into the full expression of Christ's inclusive love. We are a sanctuary church advocating for the rights and dignity of immigrants, and we stand in solidarity with the movement for Black Lives. Our podcast blends a taste of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message. Let's pray. Awesome love, enter our lives and open us to the gifts residing deep within the unmoorings of our lives. Form us as expectant people, watching for your presence among us. Watching for your presence among us that comes through quiet intuition or thunderous ahas. In your many names we pray. Amen.
The scripture reading this morning is from Matthew, chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. This passage occurs just after Jesus and the disciples have fed the 5,000 plus. Immediately, he made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I, I am. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, you have little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God.
Let us join together in the words of preparation. May the words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our redeemer. It is good to be with you in Lent. Lent is a gift given to us by the church for us to go deep. It is a season devoted to spiritual practice and self-examination. That is why we are unmooring, moving from the known into the unknown, or to know what we know in a deeper way. Pastor Kristen and her wife Elizabeth are on spring break which just means the kids are, <laughs> which means John is home from college. John, like my son Wesley, graduated high school in 2020, the dislocated class. I choose that word dislocated, inspired by the title of the book the church is using during Lent, The Unmoored God believing in a time of dislocation by Jesuit theologian Paul Crowley. You may recall the class of 2020 had the interruption to their final months of high school by a pandemic. You remember that? <laughs> you may also recall that they are the ones who were born around September 11th, 2001, or just after, when this country experienced terrorist attacks. You may also recall that they are part of the mass shooting generation. Dislocation is a situation in which something such as a system, process, or way of life is greatly disturbed or prevented from continuing as normal. Yes, our hearts and minds most likely hear those words and think of the people of Ukraine in the fourth week of war by Russian aggression. From that come dislocation ripple effects. From lives and livelihoods lost to no grain supplies from Ukraine impacting the world's food supply. So where is God in this chaos? Yes, that quickly into the sermon, I'm asking that question. <laughs> where is God in this chaos? Where? Where do you see God? Where, in your dislocation, do you find holy moments? When can we stop holding our breath and exhale? Well, we have a Bible story that illustrates chaos, offering divine revelation holy encounter, and freedom to breathe anew. We meet up with Jesus and the disciples as Jesus makes them get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismisses the crowd. And the reason there's a crowd, the, well, 
These are the people who followed Jesus when he tried to go on spring break. (laughs) He wanted to get away. But instead of rest, he performed a miracle of feeding over 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. But Jesus still needs a time out. So he sends the disciples out ahead of him while he prays in solitude. Have you ever done something that you believed it was, well, not maybe exactly WWJD, what would Jesus do, but it is what you believe Jesus wants you to do because you've been praying about it. You live your life in such a way that you desire mostly to be in the center of God's will. And you discern what it is the Spirit is guiding you to do. And yet, there are still things that go wrong. Things that don't go exactly how you had planned. How do you deal with that? Just water off a duck's back, no problem. (laughs) Anybody ever get a little frustrated? Maybe even frustrated with God? Mm Mm-hmm. It's all right. God can handle it. We're not talking about that expression, we plan and God laughs. That's not what I'm saying, because I don't think God's laughing about it. I think God wants to be with us. And we are seeking God's will as we understand it to be. But we make our path by walking, yes? We walk by faith, not by sight, right? Well, we're learning. We're learning through the experiences, moving along with the flow of our lives. Sometimes we're at peace with whatever happens, and sometimes we are not. So when things go wrong, where is God in this? What goes wrong for the disciples, even though Jesus told them to get in the boat and go ahead, is that they're way far from the land and the wind and the waves are disrupting what they believe should have been an easy ride. So Jesus walks on the water to them. God, three in one, maker, spirit, and the Son, meets them where they are. In Matthew's gospel, the story is meant to reveal who Jesus is, but that revelation is only possible in the midst of this chaos. If Jesus had not forced the disciples to embark on this uncertain journey, they would have missed the opportunity opportunity to see God revealed in their midst. Now, Peter is a disciple. He's a follower of Jesus. He calls Jesus Lord, and he wants to follow him, to be with him. But Peter wants to do it his way. (laughs) And he says, if it is you, (laughs) little attitude, (laughs) not enough that he's walking on water. (laughs) If it is you, 
call me to you. Jesus says, come. And as he leaves the boat, he is dislocated. The wind scares him and he begins to sink. And what does he cry out? Save me, Lord. Save me. Have you ever been there? I have. I have many stories of when I have surrendered and I have called out to God. And because I know God answered me, I can say that I am saved. There was a time when I considered taking my own life. And then I heard God say to me, you don't want to take your life. You want to give your life to me. And this is the truth that guides me to this day. When Jesus reaches out his hand to Peter and saves him, we see that God revealed in Jesus Christ is with him. And when they return to the boat, the disciples confess that he is the Son of God. Peter didn't have to walk out there. He could have believed Jesus when he said who he was. Faith is not being able to walk on water. Only God can do that. Faith is daring to believe. In the face of all the evidence that God is with us in the boat, made real in the community, as we make our way through the storm, battered by the waves. And who did Jesus say that he was when they thought he was a ghost? He said, take heart, I am. Do not be afraid, I am. I am. You may know this poem by Helen Malicote. She writes, I was regretting the past and fearing the future. Suddenly my Lord was speaking. My name is I am. He paused. I waited. He continued. When you live in the past, with its mistakes and regrets, it is hard. I am not there. My name is not I was. When you live in the future with its problems and fears, it is hard. I am not there. My name is not I will be. When you live in this moment, it is not hard. I am here. My name is I am. Jesus speaks with the voice of God. Jesus prays to God, and the divine presence and assurance is mediated by Jesus. 
Christ is present in and with the community in its mission. We are in a time of dislocation. But being here now connects us to one another. Being here now connects us to one another. We can let go of our breath and exhale. Surrender and find peace. I am is with us. Amen.
podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Wherever you're located, we'd love for you to take a next step in growing in faith in this community. Our online worship is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings on Facebook, YouTube, and on our website at epworthberkeley.org. Or you can fill out an online Connect card at epworthberkeley.org backslash connect. Have a great week. In water calm I sailed from shore to see what I might see. And having never sailed before, I drifted aimlessly. A warm breeze rocked my boat until in slumber I fell sound and woke to find the light grown dim and dark clouds gathering round. In haste I worked at turning back, but now the wind blew wrong. And when the night came cold and black, my strength was almost gone. But with one last small thread of hope, I bowed my head to pray. And through the dark, I saw a rope and heard a calm voice say, Grasp the royal and hold it tight through the light of darkness shines through the darkest night. Shines through the darkest night.
Red. 